Back on this Friday, Arizona Coyotes have the weekend off. I mean, all but one player. We'll talk about that because the All-Star break coming up this weekend. We'll get you guys caught up. Anything you might need to know about on this episode of Lockdown Coyotes. Locked On Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the show, everybody. I'm Robin Leonio. That is Carl Pavlik. On this wonderful Friday, it is February 4th, 2022. Uh, most of the NHL now all have their breaks. They are all, uh, well, at least one player from every team is headed to Vegas for the, I mean, they're probably already there for the, yeah, for, the All-Star, for the All-Star. Because skills, I think, is tonight. Yes, so, skills competition is tonight. So if anyone's showing up like, last minute i mean it's possible but that's just poor travel plans on their end uh definitely should have arrived earlier for checking probably they were probably there yesterday let's be real like i'm thinking yeah because what there was no games yesterday i think the nhl tweeted that out yeah i think yeah they i think wednesday was the last day of games for the nhl because they wanted to they wanted every participating player to be able to travel to Vegas in time for the all-star yeah. stuff. But as we all know, every movie about Vegas has at least one, like we got to get to Vegas scene. So I'm sure there was, you know, one player who rented a Cadillac from Los Angeles and is just making the drive overnight. Uh, yeah. I can totally see um, uh, Clayton Keller just cruising down uh, U.S. route to 94. Through 93, 96, whatever it is that goes between Phoenix and um, I'm so upset. There's no interstate between in Arizona, from Arizona to to uh, Vegas. It's annoying, but um, I could just totally see him just cruising down. <laughs> see, I'm picturing something fear and loathing in Las Vegas style. Like, uh, I don't know, someone from like San Jose, like picking up a hitchhiker in a Mickey Mouse shirt and just like telling them about bats and Screaming paranoid stuff. I mean, that uh, just sounds something like Brett Burns would do if you're talking to Santa. <laughs> yeah, I was like, is Brent Burns going to the All Star game? I don't, uh, I don't. Who is who? I'm just, I mean, it doesn't really matter because we're a Coyote show, but. Yeah. Um, who would it be? I'm trying to think that. I don't know. Who, who is the weirdest All Star going to be? Uh, I feel like that's really hard to say because NHL players are, you know, taught to not have personalities. I mean, some do. Um, that's for damn sure. Uh, let's see, let's, let's take a look at the All Star rosters and just see what um, what pops up for us. Twenty twenty two All Star rosters and captains. Um, this one's dated because it says Ovechkin, but guess what? He got COVID. He's not going. Mm. Yeah. Uh, did you see all the, the conspiracy theories about that? No. 
so a lot of people think that he didn't actually test positive for COVID. He just didn't want to go. Yeah. Um, My philosophy is Alex Kovetchen has already like just not gone to all-star games. He didn't want to go to, he doesn't need to fake a COVID test. That seems like it's a a way worse thing. He's got that kind of pull. He's going to be like, Nah, I'm just not gonna go. And yeah, because we, we everyone knows he's he. he I, I, you're right. Everyone does know he is vocally against um, the All Star games. So yeah, he, he doesn't make a secret of it. He he missed a game with the COVID test. Uh, he was gonna miss the game from being suspended. Um, I don't know. It just seems like a weird stretch. Um, yeah, but. It's uh, you know, it's unfortunate. I would like to see him do like the skills competition. Maybe not the game, but the skills competition would be fun. Skills competition is always fun, isn't it? Mm. Like it, I, I, my viewing process for All Star Games is usually just watching like the highlights on Twitter afterwards. So, for example. For the hardest shot, it's going to be uh, Victor Hedman, Timo Meyer, Adam Pelek. Uh, not sure if I did that correctly. Tom Wilson. Uh, I'm sure you know Hedman will have a good one, but I don't necessarily need to watch all four of those guys with the hardest shot competition. I just want to watch the winner. Or if someone does something funny and, and like goofs up, that yeah, that's my jam. You have a uh, fastest skater. You have. Um... There's also there's like the past. breakaway challenge. There's accuracy shooting. There's the hardest shot. Um, save streak. Uh, that that seems kind of fun. Uh, and fastest skater. And then the uh, the twenty one and twenty two uh, and the fountain face off, which are the two Vegas specific things. Have you seen the the twenty one and twenty two? No. So um, it's it's great. Uh, I'm on the ESPN website, and there's like a a mock up of it. There's like a giant board with cards on it, um, and you are trying to get blackjack with the fewest amount of shots. So it's like an accuracy thing, but specifically for cards. Interesting. Yeah, I just remember when Vegas like broke into the league. Everyone was saying that they're like. Now we got. We're not gonna like go all in on the gambling thing. We can't call them the Vegas Blackjacks. Uh, we're gonna call them the the Golden Knights. Um, and now they're in Vegas, and they're like, "Yeah, we're gonna have a blackjack contest. Uh, just who's the best at, at puck blackjack?" Well, ever since gambling became, became is becoming a more of a lot thing across all of the U.S., it was like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> Sports betting is becoming more so in the U.S. Uh, blackjack is is less so, I think. Yeah, well, I, I mean, blackjack it you can do that as long as you go into a reservation, but still. Um, but I, I get what you mean. Um, yeah, I get what you mean. I, I mean, it, it's it's fun that the NHL is finally embracing what we all think of Vegas as being a just den of gambling and sin, but eh. uh, I, I just think it's very 
funny at how far we have come from just the league seeming to not want to be associated with it with the Vegas based team. And I, I do understand that um, because eh, you don't necessarily want to link a team too much to a certain aspect. Um, but eh, I, I, I just remember wanting it to be the Vegas Blackjacks, and now there's a Blackjack skills competition. And I think that's funny. Yeah. Um, I mean, at one point, I, I, at, at some point, you got to think that, you know, a team in Vegas embraces its uh, identity as, as its city's identity, right? Like, you know, yeah. like every team eventually does that, right? They, like, because they embrace what makes their city unique, right? You know, and like here in Arizona, you know, they talk, um, you know, obviously the name, you know, the name Coyotes. We're talking, and was just look at some of the designs that have been put out there. The like the Kachina, for example, like that is an embrace of the Southwest down here and the kind of culture we have down here. And I will say, when I lived in uh, in Surprise, I definitely saw a lot of coyotes. Um, so they are very popular. I see coyotes down here, and in fact, there's like a small den, like not too far from where I work at the radio station. And um, every now and then, the entire den will have like a little bark off, and you hear them just like go through, like howling like crazy. And it's like, it's like, yep, yeah. they're having some fun today. Yeah. Uh, it, it, I do like when, when teams kind of embrace it. I think the opposite end, um, which I've, I've mentioned before, Seattle it seems to have like nothing to do with Seattle. It's all about just memes, um, which is why they're called the Kraken, because it's a meme. Well, they'll eventually get there. They'll eventually. <laughs> well, I mean, some of the things that they're into embrace, like I think, isn't there something in their logo that kind of... Has- yeah, they put the Space Needle in their logo. Uh, but but still, it's the Space Needle. Uh, that's one thing. But they're still called the Kraken. Uh, they still make a bunch of mentions to Davy Jones Locker, which is not Kraken related. Uh, it's all just kind of a, a hodgepodge of, of the memes from Pirates of the Caribbeans and Attack of the Titans. Yeah, um, I will say though, I'm st- I, 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 I still loved the I still love the idea of laying in the Kraken, just because. <laughs> just because. Uh, we will agree to disagree on that one. <laughs> I mean, you, you know how it was when we were on our old podcast. I kind of yeah. we, we've already we've already talked about that. Um, oh, yeah. Anyways, though, we still got more to get to on this episode of Lockdown Coyotes. We are going to discuss uh, well a a lot more of the All Star Game, plus maybe a couple mentions of what's going on also this weekend. Olympics starts today. So I'll always talk about that in just a moment. But first, a quick word from Carl. So it's a new year, and that means New Year's resolutions. And if yours is about getting fit or eating healthier, make sure you include Built Bar in your health plan. Built Bar is the protein uh, bar that tastes like a candy bar, maybe even better than a candy bar. It makes it easier to stick to your resolutions because it tastes so good that you want to have it. Unlike any of the other, you know, protein bars, which can taste chalky, waxy, chemically, Built Bar doesn't taste like that. In fact, it's covered in 100% real chocolate, so it's going to taste good. Uh, it's only got 130 calories, just 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar, which has like 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. Um, so there's lots of flavors that you can pick from. 
ch- coconut almond, peanut butter brownie, raspberry, cookies and cream, salted caramel. Uh, I'm more of a mint brownie type person. I like mint. Uh, it's a very refreshing flavor. What I want you to do is go to built.com, use the promo code LOCK15, and you can get 15% your, off your order. That's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com. All right, let's get back here on Lockdown Coyotes. Let's uh, continue to talk some more all-star stuff. Um, You know, we talked about, you know, the skills competition. You mentioned all stuff like that. Um, Again, I, you know, it's one of the things I love the most. Um, I think stuff like this that they have helps make the uh, scope that makes the NHL All-Star Weekend unique. Uh, Now let's get to a couple other things. Um, obviously, well, first, I mentioned, of course, Clayton Keller is representing, but uh, the Central Division, because mm-hmm. everyone seems to forget someone. Uh, uh, this was when the, when the rosters were announced a while back, Carl. Like I said, oh, Clayton Keller is representing the Coyotes um, for the Central Division. And someone's like, oh, thanks for pointing that out. I was looking on the Pacific Division the entire time. And I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, to be honest, I did too. Yeah. And so, a little voice in my head, it was like, hey, Robin. You know they're in the central now, right? I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's definitely the case. Like, I was like the list I'm looking at. I'm on the ESPN website uh, for the skills competition, and it's like I'm looking at kind of what who Keller's contemporaries would be. But I'm looking in their own division, so I'm like, oh yeah, you got Edmonton, Calgary, Vegas. They're also taking place. Uh, I'm like, nope, none of those are the same division. Uh, honestly. Is Keller the only one for the accuracy contest from the Central Division? It looks like, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. How many players in each contest? Well, uh, it, it depends. Uh, so there's a varying amount, it looks like. Uh, so Because I, I know it usually tends to be an equal. Like they, 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 they tend to spread it out equally because for you know, to distribution of points because skills competition also applies to like, oh, which division does better? Yeah. I mean, I can say from the accuracy competition, uh, the field, Sebastian Ajo from Carolina, Patrice Bergeron uh, from Boston, Rasmus Dahlin, Buffalo, Leandre Seidel, Edmonton, uh, Johnny Goudreau, Calgary, Jake Gunsell, Pittsburgh, sorry. Uh, Gunsell. Uh, Jonathan Marshall from uh, Vegas and Troy Terry from Anaheim. So that's a lot of Pacific Division teams right there. That is a lot of Pacific Division teams. Uh, uh, so, I mean, who who do you really think? Who do you think has the best shot amongst those two in terms of accuracy? In terms of accuracy? Who? Um... I know March or so is pretty freaking good. Yeah. The question is, is Aho better? I, I mean, I feel like Dreisaitl has got to have a really accurate shot. That's true. That too. That too. Hmm. It'll be but, interesting. Yeah. It, it, it's fun because I think the best thing about the skills competition is like accuracy hardest shot speed these are all like aspects of hockey 
but usually it's like all put together so you can't really know for sure like who's the best at one thing uh except for maybe like skate speed that one's usually pretty obvious to tell but like just kind of like separating it out just to see like hey who's got the most accurate shot i think that's always kind of fun um just curious are they still having a player do like a certain player do a demonstration of each one before um I don't know. I know that they talked about because I know, um, and I remember this vividly because I was like I was there that weekend was when it was in San Jose. They had you they had Olympians, women's Olympians, do um, uh, do the demonstration beforehand, and I remember that because there was that joke because Brianna Decker on one of the events had the fastest time, <laughs> and of course, because it was a demonstration, couldn't couldn't win. Uh, I I do see that the Fountain Face Off, which is one of the new additions, is going to have three time Olympian Jocelyn uh, Lemieux Davidson. Apologies, Jocelyn, if I mispronounced your name. Um, I did not look that up beforehand, um, but I don't see any mentions of that for other ones. I would like that. I, I like when we have like especially like women's Olympic athletes, just kind of like being involved in, in the, yeah. in the skills competition, in especially this case, in this case, it had to be former women, us women's because the women are currently playing in China. Yeah. <laughs> yeah not any current Olympian Olympians, but I'm, there's plenty of former Olympians that they could have on there. Um, but it'd be, it'd be interesting to see if like, um, you know, like Lindsay Fry would show up. Like, <laughs> And who knows? Lindsey Fry may have the most accurate shot. Uh, there, there's, there's absolutely no reason why, like, uh, a woman player couldn't have like the most accurate shot or even the hardest shot. Um, that's uh that'd be nice to see. Um, but I, I don't know. Honestly, it's it's only mentioning for the uh, for the fountain face off, which is a great name for. Uh, what is essentially, I, I don't know, just another accuracy competition sure. with the breeze of a fountain spray added in for the second round. Sure, why not? Sure, yeah. That's what makes the skills so weird. Um, last thing before we go to our last break and discuss uh, a couple other things. Um, the format for the game itself, uh, ever since they changed, because changed it to the division-wise and did a three-on-three tournament. Have you been a fan of that? Uh, no, uh, but I will admit I was also not a fan of it previously. So, like, I I do not know if there is a way that the NHL can make me care about the actual All-Star game. Uh, I One thing I will give, it kind of adds a bit of uniqueness because... All the other team, all the other three major sports leagues do it by conference, mm-hmm. and um, it's only one single game. Um, especially the Pro Bowl, which is on this actually this Sunday. I think everyone can agree it's one of the worst out mm-hmm. there. It's like, why does it even exist? I mean, three on three hockey is fun. Um, 
in general, I think everyone's kind of a fan of that. Uh, they like the the high scoring, which it often is the case. Um, and I guess since it's it's the All Star game, it's not a real game. Uh, the hockey purist, the very small hockey purist that lives in me, is just like, and eh, it doesn't matter. It's fine. Uh, but I kind of miss like the the players picking teams. That was always kind of fun. Uh, and then the guy who gets picked last gets the car. Uh, that that was fun. Um, but the uh, the uh, how about the the, the John Scott era <laughs> All Star? Uh, that that was. Fun. A, I feel really bad about like everything that happened to John Scott. Um, and how he was like effectively made the joke of the league and had to deal with some utter bullshit from the Coyotes getting traded uh, to freaking Montreal for uh, in that deal. But yeah, that everything else around that time was kind of fun. That was, I mean, I mean, he was named the captain and got like, you know, voted the captain, got the car. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like everything that happened to him at the game, I'm really cool with. Just everything that happened leading Outside. up to it. Oh no, like uh, uh, how he got treated in the NHL was terrible. But yeah, especially by the Coyotes, uh, I do think that they bear a large brunt for that. Uh, I don't think anyone is still involved with the team. Uh, really, not not a, like. Ownership change, general managers change, head coaches change. So, yeah, at least there's that. Exactly. Exactly. Anyways, though, we still got more to get to on this episode of Lockdown Coyotes. Um, we're going to move, we're switch gears a little bit. We're going to kind of take a little brief discussion on what else is happening this weekend in terms of the hockey world. All that coming up in just a moment. But first, I'm going to tell you that Bet Online has you covered this season of more props, odds, lines than ever before as football continues its march through the playoffs right to the big game in a couple of weeks. BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. It's not just football. BetOnline has you update up-to-the-minute info on pro and college hoops, NHL, boxing, UFC, along with live real-time updates on current games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers for the 2022 season. Bet online, where the game starts. So now let's move, let's, let's shift gears here, going from All-Star Weekend to Olympics, Carl, because the uh, opening night in Beijing is tonight. The preliminaries for women's hockey kind of already began. Um, so men's, I don't think, starts for another week or so. Um, but the Olympics are here and I love watching Olympic hockey. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, I was really disappointed that the NHL athletes couldn't go. Um, I always love seeing NHL players in the Olympics. Uh, I understand why this year particular with, uh, the NHL's terrible handling of COVID-19 uh, them thinking like let's not add anything else to it. Uh, yeah, I think there already is discussion, and like it seems almost um, ex pseudo promise that they'd go in twenty twenty six. Yeah, um, as well as planning a twenty twenty four 
uh, World Cup of Hockey. World, World Cup of Hockey. Which uh, the World Cup of Hockey I thought was fun last time they did it. Uh, I, I thought so too, especially Team North America. That was fun. Team North America, the the Young Guns. Uh, I I love how gimmicky that was. Um, again, the hockey purist to me is very small. Um, <laughs> uh, I love that jersey, and I love like how it was just like the signal of what became the youth movement in the NHL and. Mm-hmm. It really kind of like came to pass. I haven't looked at Team North America in a while, but I imagine all those guys are still doing pretty well. Oh, um, absolutely. I can name. I can. I know a few off the top of my head, and um, I think um, Sebastian Naho was on that. I have actually up now. Connor um, Connor Hellebuck, John Gibson, uh, Matt Murray were your goaltenders. Shane Gossespear. Uh, Shane Gossespear was on that. Um, Jonathan Drowen, J- Jack Eichel, Johnny Gaudreau, Dylan Larkin, Nathan McKinnon, Austin Matthews, Connor McDavid, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, like like Morgan Riley, um, like oh my god, look at this list, like these these guys are going to be like these guys are already really good hockey players. I, I was just really surprised I saw Brandon Saad on there, and I'm like, was he? I feel like he was a bit too old for that, but but no, he was 23 at the time. I'm just old. Uh, but yeah, no. Um, do you think we could get like another thing like that? Because it did feel like for a time, like the draft was just like so deep. Um, in well, such next, well, these next two years are going to be deep as hell. Yeah. Um, plus, there are already some really young guys out there um, who are in their late teens, early early twenties, who can yeah. easily make a roster like that. It, it'll definitely be like one of those things where I'm sure that if we were to go back in time, like and say, like, oh yeah, Connor Hellebuck, one of the best goalies in the league, you'd be like, really? Easy. Um, and in 2016, that would have been a, a thing. But in 2022, yeah, that's a, that's a pretty steer, clear statement of fact. Uh, if they do, I hope they do another Team North America. I think that'd be cool. Yeah. Um, the only thing that sucks about the World Cup of Hockey is it's mainly an NHL-sanctioned event. So, um, so that means that only – countries that have players representing that so as an example like there weren't enough i think like swiss or whatever like certain players from certain countries so they just combined and made team europe yeah that was that was really um that was pretty not cool um and it also just like in general like you know khl players don't necessarily care about the world cup of hockey um, the same way that they care about the Olympics, uh, the same way that they've cared about other other tournaments. Um, it, it would be, I would really like to see them get like a very good World Cup of Hockey because we're not getting the Olympics or NHL players in the Olympics, um, current NHL players in the Olympics, because there's definitely a lot of former NHL players heading over there, including quite a few Coyotes. Yeah, let's go ahead and mention those. Um, some of the former Coyotes 
who are representing their countries. Um, you have a um, pretty good list, I believe, already on your uh, side. I do. Uh, I got some. Uh, Jason Demers, Brandon Gormley, and Daniel Winnick, all former Coyotes, all going to be playing for Team Canada. Uh, Andy Mealy, um, who has spent time with the Roadrunners and with the Coyotes, playing for Team USA. Uh, Tobias Reeder for Team Germany. And Mikhail Bodker for Denmark. Uh, possible we missed some, but those are kind of the main ones that stood out to us. Uh, I know I have a lot of memories uh, watching all of them play, except for Winnick. Um, he was a little bit before my time, but uh, I, I have Tobias Reeder and, and Mikel Bodker pucks behind me. I think I have a Demers. I, I remember writing a lot about Gormley, too. Uh, he was... Uh, he was definitely a player who we all were kind of waiting to make the jump and be uh, an NHL defenseman and just didn't work out that way. Demeros was one that obviously would stick out to me because like, not only did he play for the Coyotes, but he also played for my hometown team, San Jose, for yeah. a while. And like, I was like, oh, cool. I get to watch I get to watch an old player I used to grow up watching. Not really grow up watching, but I used to watch all the time. Um yeah. And he went to sit there. So, like, I, I'm, I'm glad he's he's out there playing for the country. No. I remember him playing with, like, Oliver Ekman Larson. And I remember the steal of a deal that brought him over from the Florida Panthers. Um, it was – I just want to get the specifics. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jason Demers for Jamie McGinn, 1-1. to one. Another former uh, shark. Yeah. Demers went up and immediately started playing top pairing defensive minutes with Oliver and Larson. And Jamie McGinn uh, continued to be Jamie McGinn. Um, it is astonishing to me that the Florida Panthers have turned around as much as they did, considering the dumb deals they used to make. Um, including the whole Vegas ordeal. Yeah. I will never let that one up. I will never let that expansion draft trade deal up. I mean, at least teams did a somewhat better job protecting talent for the Seattle expansion draft. Well, not, it wasn't a protecting issue. It was, <laughs> I will, tr- I will give you this player if you trade if you draft this player. Those two players are top players for <laughs> Vegas. <laughs> Yeah, but they, I'm sure Florida in some mind was protecting something. Uh, we just don't know what it was because the Florida Panthers were just a thing for a while. I, I do not understand how they became like the top of the league. I need to just kind of go into a deep dive into that one of these days. Absolutely. Um, I'm going to take a look at some of the odds um, on Bet Online. Uh, if they, ha- I'm sure they have it. They definitely do for the Olympics. Uh, if they have the, uh, we've got to have futures on here. I'm trying to see where they can find it. I am unable to find it. Find the f- maybe it's still a little bit too early. No, well, they have games up. I'm just trying to find where the uh, uh, the no the champion 
mm. futures are. Because I remember seeing that U.S. and Canada had pretty long odds, obviously yeah. because obviously no no NHL players. Meanwhile, Russia is just dom- was just like dominating the competition in that in that case. I mean, that's fair. I feel like that's a a reasonable assumption for them to be making. Uh, I would not uh, bet against that. Uh, gotta double check a few things and see if it's somewhere. But I mean, yeah, it makes sense, cause especially because some. I mean, remember the whole time the, that whole ordeal. I mean, isn't this the same? This, you know, the same reason. Um, because no, no NHL players that led the uh, led led the people to believe that, or that led to the whole story behind the miracle on ice. Because no NHL players playing in the Olympics, Russia is just this freaking powerhouse of a team that. Yes. Yeah. And uh, who was the other team that was after Sweden? I think the Team USA had to beat, who was almost just as good. Um, Miracle on Ice is definitely a, an interesting story that I think gets oversimplified by the whole U.S. versus Russia thing, um, because that was really just an underdog team that had to do a lot of uh, like tough wins, including beating a, a international powerhouse. I mean, that's yeah. I mean, um, it, there was a lot. It, yeah, there was a huge political thing to it. And the yeah. one thing I love, I love talking about that is, and I, I know, um, even though it was before my time, of course, anyone who's a hockey fan knows about it, um, and they just can talk. Everyone's like, "Look, look at what happened! What one sport event brought together this entire freaking country?" Yeah. Uh... Yeah, the uh, the that whole time period was interesting. the The Canadian Summit Series is also really good. Uh, if you're if you're curious, listeners at home, I recommend a CBC documentary called "Hockey: A People's History." Um, Ten parts, uh, really does a good breakdown of like the history of hockey and the stuff that was going on around that time is pretty interesting. All right, I have the odds finally for um, this is based off this is on Bet Online's Twitter account uh, of what the uh, who's going to win gold in men's hockey. You got um, the ROC, so Olymp- the Olympians from Russia at plus one sixty, Finland at plus four fifty, Sweden at plus five fifty, Canada at plus six hundred, Czech. The Czech Republic, also Czechia, at plus one thousand, and USA at plus fourteen hundred. I'd maybe go Sweden or Finland. Uh, I don't really like to. Finland's always more of a dark horse for international competitions, but definitely, uh, definitely uh, not good odds for the U.S. No. Um... Maybe when we when preliminary start, let's see if like if you if we see Russia play Sweden, that'll give me an idea if I want to pick Sweden. Yeah, yeah. No, no reason to to bet now before games have even been played for the winner. Uh, let's uh, let's let that roll, and I'm sure we'll we'll be able to talk about that uh, in a future episode. We got uh, plenty of time uh, two weeks from now. Yep, yeah, I want to. Fo- like, I'm also. 
definitely going to want to focus on the uh, the women's tournament too because that that will be fun. But uh, we'll probably mention some of it as that as that goes because we are running out of time. But um, but women's tournament is also is always a fun um, fun time, especially because like. Well, the women's always seems to be Team USA versus Team Canada. So that that can be – that's also really fun, but I think it's a little bit more predictable. Um, I would like to see more competitive women's teams uh, internationally. That would be really cool. Uh, I'd like to see – to not know, like, who the finalists are probably going to be. But, yeah, the women's uh, gold medal game is always much watch. Especially – well, it's it's mainly the rivalry, right? That rivalry, the U.S.-Canada rivalry, like, yeah uh watching two teams that absolutely hate each other it's always fun uh it's gonna be fun i'm gonna enjoy it anyways though we're out of time on this episode of locked on case if you like what you heard don't forget to leave a review like comment subscribe if you get to already we're available everywhere you get your podcasts including on youtube don't forget to uh interact with us on social media we're on facebook facebook.com slash locked on coyotes on instagram at locked on coyotes on Twitter at LO underscore caddies. I am personally at Robin underscore Leonio. Carl Pavlik is Carl Pavlik FFH. Interact with us, DM us, mention us, whatever you want. Ask us a question you might have. We might answer right back or on a future episode of the Locked On Coyotes podcast. Thanks again, everyone, for listening to today's episode. Hope you guys are staying safe out there. Hope you guys are staying healthy. And don't forget to howl on. <laughs>